Donnie. Hi, Donnie. Hi. Now, this is a multi-platform release, so I want a full report on Fresh all... Cakes. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 10 of the Fresh Kicks podcast. I'm your host, Donnie Finkel. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at the Donnie Finkel. I am back for another week. Uh, I thought maybe some of you probably thought, hey, after last week, you know, you had a little bit of a weird conversation with the drunk gambler. Shout out to those boys. Uh, they gave me a little shout out on the week, weekly inconvenience podcast, uh, talking about how much we, well, to how much we talked about come. Um, and it was a lot. It was fun though. I had a great time. It was a good uh, distraction. Could use it obviously uh, with everything that I've talked about, how everything that's been going on with me. Uh, so shout out to the boys at the drunk gamblers, uh, uh, drunk gamblers network uh, and the weekly inconvenience podcast. But I'm back. It's just me this week. No guests. A uh, little uh, solo dolo, if you will. Shout out to my guy, KFC. Uh, I am back, ready to go. Uh, got plenty of gambling picks ready for you to start the uh, to start uh, the podcast. You know, specifically, you know, it just happened to be that there's not much going on other than the NHL tomorrow. So, uh, you know, we're going to start with the NHL. Before we do, obviously, make sure to subscribe and rate the podcast five stars. Please do. Uh, follow it if you if you're a Spotify user, hit that, hit that follow button. Uh, Google Podcasts, whatever they do on Google Podcasts, I don't know. There actually apparently is a lot of you that do listen on Google Podcasts, so uh, uh, maybe I should do a little more research into how they uh, how they do their do their thing over there and uh, at the Google machine. Um, but yeah, subscribe, rate, rate, rate and review, uh, all that good stuff. Uh, help me take this podcast to the fucking top. Um, but yeah, back to the picks. First one I have for you is uh, it's a pretty easy one. I guess you could not easy, actually. I think I kind of hemmed and hawed with this one uh, for a little while. And that's kind of why I want to start with it is uh, it's it's Vegas against Minnesota. And I fucking love Vegas this year. Like Vegas is like, it, you know, I'm a Rangers fan through and through. I always will be. But, you know, they're the team that. You know, West, they're like the West Coast team that I watch the most. I've gambled on them a bunch. Uh, I had a, uh, I had a pretty, pretty crazy story. Not crazy story, but you know, a good gambling story with them uh, a while back. I was uh, at a buddy's house playing playing some poker, hanging out, whatever. Um, and we were watching the games, and they were down uh, to, I believe it was Calgary. Um, I don't know, no, no, it was Anaheim. Anaheim. They were down to Anaheim, uh, and. They were down like I think well, at least one nothing. I got them live at like plus one fifteen. Game was one nothing the entire way. Score with about thirty seconds left in the game to tie it up. Score with about a score in about five seconds uh, after in, in overtime to win. Uh, so you know, shout out to Vegas. So ever since then, I've I've been betting them a lot. Um, but Minnesota's a good team too. Vegas just has Vegas is just so deep. They've got so many, you know, uh, so many good, you know, they've got three, at least three good lines of players. Plus they've got bruisers like Ryan Reeves, uh, who I love. I'm a big Ryan, a big Revo guy. Uh, and obviously Marc-Andre Fleury is still killing the game. I mean, he's like 70 years old, but he's still killing the game. So uh, shout out to Marc-Andre Fleury. Uh, next one is a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of a gamble, if you will, pun intended. Uh, it would be Arizona. Uh, against the Colorado Avalanche. Again, talk about another team that's really deep. Colorado is very deep. Um, I got to see what's going on with McKinnon. I know he missed he had missed a game the other day. Uh, but, you know, right now, I even if McKinnon plays, I don't think much, it's not going to change my, my, uh, my stance on this because I am taking Arizona plus 165 on the money line. Uh, I don't know what it is. I just have a weird feeling about this game. It happens a lot where I just kind of have, like, I'll look at a game and, like, instinctually I'll be like, Arizona like, or Vegas or whatever, you know, like it doesn't matter who it is. It's just instinctually it happens. So that's, 
really all I have for that. I mean, you know, Arizona is a, is a pretty good team. Clayton Keller's, you know, a stud and uh, you know, they've got a, they've got a solid group out there, Oliver Ekman, Larson, Larson, among others. Um, you know, but I, I, like I said, I just, it's more just like a feel thing. Uh, you know, so that's like my biggest, uh, my biggest underdog pick of the week. Uh, after that, we got a kind of a, you know, bottom of the barrel matchup between Ares, um, sorry, Anaheim and uh, LA, the Kings. Uh, Anaheim is minus one Oh four on the money line. So I'm just going to take them. Uh, you know, I think that that's a pretty evenly matched game. Although, uh, Ares, our Anaheim's coming off of a big win last week or uh, the other night, I believe it was, uh, last night, actually, uh, I was looking at that and I think they were like plus 200 at one point, uh, and they ended up winning in overtime. Um, so, you know, that's kind of just kind of like, a these, these teams are both really bad. There's no underdog. It's like they're minus one four, like, um, LA is like minus one fourteen, so it's like you know apples to oranges. I used to be a Ducks fan uh, when I was like when I was in like seventh grade because of the the Mighty Ducks. So uh, the movie. Uh, last one I got for the NHL, and then we get to some other stuff. Is uh, Vancouver plus one twenty one? This one is contingent on who, whoever the goalie is. If it's Thatcher Demko, I probably would stay away from it. Uh, but again, it depends on who the goalie is. But right now, I I locked it in at plus one twenty one myself. Um, I'm taking it. I'm standing by it, but I'm just warning you guys. Like I said, you can, you know, I'm, I'm doing this because the podcast is going to come out on Monday morning. So, um, I gotta, I gotta make picture tomorrow and I can't wait for a goalie uh, for them to announce which goalie is going to be playing, but keep that in mind. Um, you know, so that's just something to keep an, keep an eye on Uh, that's all I got for the NHL. There really wasn't any, there's really no college games tomorrow. Like Gonzaga is playing tomorrow night against, uh, St. Mary's, I think, but you know, that's just kind of like a nothing game. I mean, Gonzaga's undefeated number one in the country for a reason. Like, it's not really like worth betting them. Um, you know, I didn't even look at it to be honest with you because I just, it's like, no, there's just nothing. There's just nothing there with, there's nothing there. Um, so I uh, wanted to get into some baseball stuff. Uh, I, I'm not going to start uh, giving you lines for spring training games. I almost actually bet the Yankees the other day just because I was so bored and I was like, this is the first game. Like I got nothing better to do. It's a Sunday. Like, you know, I was waiting for the boys to come on so we can go on, so we can talk about to go on the podcast, but no, no, I'm not doing that. Um, you know, we got a couple weeks until spring or till uh, the actual season starts. And when we do, we're going to go hard on baseball. I'm a big baseball guy. Baseball is my favorite sport. So, uh, you know, I'm going to be giving you some, some serious deep dive picks on, you know, with uh, baseball, uh, you know, I would say it's my best sport as far as knowledge is concerned, too. So any pick that I give you is something that I would say is, is you know, going to have more gravitas behind it than maybe an NHL or an NBA pick or a college pick or an, even the NFL. Because baseball is, like I said, baseball is my sport. So um, other than, so like where I was going to start with this, we talked a little bit last week about the World Series favorites. Um, I personally had said, you know, like, you know, I liked – uh, I mean, obviously I love the Yankees and Yankees, my team They're you know, anytime you can get them at a plus, you know, uh, plus value to always take it. If you can, uh, the Dodgers were the favorites plus two fifty. Um, you know, after they had, uh, you know, the late splash with, uh, Trevor Bauer, who doesn't seem to want to shut up. Um, and, uh, next one I do have, I do kind of have a, not a, it's not a dark horse because they did make it to the NLCS last year. And like, I really thought that they were going to beat the Dodgers, but the Braves at plus 1000. I love, uh, I love the Braves this year. Like, I think the Braves are going to be seriously like, I think they can contend to be for being the best team in baseball. They have such a young core. They've got young pitchers that are coming through the works. They're going to get Mike Soroka back this year. Who's been one of the best pitchers in baseball for the last couple of years. Uh, you know, obviously he got hurt last year and they still made it to the NLCS without him. Um, you know, they got a pretty good bullpen too. Uh, you know, I, I they did lose uh, Darren O'Day. Uh, who is with the Yankees now, um, who I'm very excited actually about because he's just he was always a pain in my ass whenever whenever he was on the Orioles. So uh, nice to have it's always nice to have the Yankee killers come to the Yankees because it's just kind of like you don't have to worry about them anymore. Uh, but Arizona, I'm, I'm sorry, Atlanta plus 1000 uh, for the World Series. That's for the World Series, not for, uh, you know, division. I'm sure they're a minus for the division and stuff. But plus 1000 for the World Series is a is a pick that I like a lot. You know, that would be something I may throw a couple of shekels on myself because uh, or I'm actually probably going to now that I put it out in the universe. Um, but, you know, a thousand plus a thousand, you know, that's pretty good odds for a team that was, you know, one game away from going to the World Series last year. Uh, another one I have is 
you know, I wanted to do the MVP odds too. Uh, you know, I found Christian Yelich was at plus 700 this year. You know, I think that, you know, I know Mookie was the favorite at 500, so you're not getting too much difference in value there, but Yelich is my guy. Like I love Yelich. I think Yelich is a fucking, just a cool dude. Like he, every time I've heard him on like any type of interview that he's done, he's always just been a fucking chill dude. Like he's very down to earth. Like, and he's also just a fucking good player. And I know he's coming off of a bad year, which makes me want to take him even more because a, you're looking at Vegas is looking at him as the second favorite to get to, to win the MVP. So they're not taking much stake in 2020 and neither are, neither am I. I also know how hard this dude works. I know how hard he works to to, you know, get to the point that he's at now. Like he wasn't this player before he got to Milwaukee. You know, he's worked his ass off. And I know that he's, you know, been one of the best top five players in the game for the last few, you know, three or four years since he got to, to Milwaukee. Um, so I expect a big season out of him. Getting him a plus 700 right now is pretty good considering that I expect him to win. I really do. Like if I had to pick anybody, it would be him. So, and, and those odds are obviously are going to go down at some point. So get it now at plus 700 while you can, because it's going to go down. I can't, I'm, I'm, I can't guarantee it obviously, but I have, I know it's one of the things that I'm, like I said, I just, I know that this dude is going to go off this year and having a normal season again is going to help having a normal routine again is going to help baseball players are creatures of habit. They all are crazy. Uh, you know, you have to be crazy to be able to be, you know, play 162 games in 180 days, basically, or however however long it is. But so taking Yelich there, plus 700. Um, the AL is a little different. I, I didn't see anybody that I was like too keen on just because of, you know, like the, the, the favorites. It was like, you know, Mike Trout was the favorite, you know, and then after that, it was Jose Abreu who won the MVP last year and the shortened season. And that's fine. And, they, and, they, and the White Sox are good, you know, so obviously I can see that happening. And Jose Abreu is a really good player. Um, Aaron judge was like plus 1200, which I'm surprised that, you know, as a Yankee fan, I'm surprised at that. I'm surprised that he was that high because he doesn't stay healthy ever. You know, the him and John Carlo are starting to do yoga and shit, which is what we've been, me and my friend, uh, my friend Craig have been talking about for years. We're both huge Yankee fans. And, uh, we've been saying for years that those dudes need to stop hitting the weight so fucking hard. They're playing baseball, not football, and they need to get more pliable. They need to be like, they need to look like, look like fucking Eli Manning or Tom Brady. Like that's the reason why those dudes have been playing for so long uh, or did play for so long. I'm obviously Eli retired, but um, you know, you don't have to look like a fucking Greek God when you're playing baseball. You can't actually, because you're just, you're, you're putting too much wear and tear on your muscles because you're just, you know, doing too much to them. Uh, so I don't like judge at plus, I was plus 1250, which is what I got him at. I'm sorry. What I saw him at, I didn't, I didn't take it obviously. Um, but I do like his, I do like his teammate, you know, he's gotten close the last couple of years. Uh, you know, I think that he would, the problem is, is he would have to really go off the shares in the power department, which I could see him doing. You never know. Um, but it would be DJ LeMahieu, uh, one of my, one of my favorite players of at this point, one of my favorite players of all time, just because he does everything well. Um, and he's an old school hit the ball anywhere, hit the ball where it's pitched can hit any type of pitching. doesn't matter if it's Max Scherzer, fucking uh, uh, Jake up, Jacob DeGrom. It doesn't matter who it is. It could be a fucking junk baller and that, and he gets, he's still going to hit that bitch to fucking right center. You know, he's going to slap that thing in the right center field every time. Um, you know, and I, and I, he, obviously he was, you know, top three last year, top four the year before that. I think if he, I think he, the way he's got to, it, it's got to happen for him this year is I think he has to win. Uh, I think he has to hit at least 30. If he can hit 30 home runs, drive in close to 100 or or more than that. I mean, he's a leadoff hitter, so it's kind of tough for him to hit, you know to drive in over 100 runs because he's not always going to have guys on base. But um, if he can get close to that, hit 30 bombs, you know, hit way over 300, win the batting title again, I think he's got it. And then obviously play this the same, you know, the defense that he plays, you know all the time too at second base, even when he has to play first base and third base and stuff. Um, he's plus 20, he's plus uh, 2,500, which I think is pretty good odds for him considering, like I said, he finished, finished third and fourth on the MVP voting the last two years. Uh, you know, last year he won the batting title. So, and I know batting average doesn't mean dick anymore. And, but the sheer fact of the matter is, is that batting average is literally just hits and at-bats. It's just simple math. So it literally just means that he hit the ball more, you know, had a better average of how much times he put the ball in play 
that it wasn't an out than anybody else. Um, you know, it's not X Woba or fucking, you know, whatever other advanced stats there are. And I like the advanced analytics too, don't get me wrong. Um, but I do, I am a sucker for the old straight up. You hit the ball 10 times and you, you know, hit, you uh, put it in play three times and, 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 and that you're a 300 hitter. That's it. It's simple math. I'm not a big math guy. So it's just, it's nice to not have to, you know, that, that's just like I said, it's just like very simplistic. Um, but yeah, I mean, plus 2,500 for him is pretty good. So I would take that. Uh, we'll take that run with it. You know, we, uh, that's, the, that's all the gambling stuff I got for right now, just because it's just, there's just too much going on. Uh, or, not, or I'm sorry, there's not enough going on. I should say um, there's really just not, it's the worst time of year for sports. Like it really is. It sucks. It's like, it's the worst, especially now because it's like, you know, everything's in quarantine and stuff and, you know, with COVID and all that shit, like it does make it a little worse. Um, you know, shout out to the people that have gotten the vaccine already. I'm hopefully going to be able to get in mine uh, at some point I'm starting a new job. So I'm kind of waiting to hear back from them to when I'm allowed to get it. Um, so, but whenever I can, I'm going to be getting that. And I, I'll bring, I will be bringing that vaccine, vaccination card with me to the Bronx. Let's put it that way. I will be at Billy's. I will be in the Bronx all summer and I will have my vaccination card there to tell them that I am good to go. And I want to go watch my boys. Uh, so, you know, we'll get into some other stuff. Uh, you know, we'll get into the, uh, the second half of the show, if you will. Uh, you know, we, where we talk about life and pop culture and, and, and relationships, uh, you know, amongst other things, you know, relationships being a big thing for me right now, I am a single guy. I'm uh, 26. I'm going to be 27 in about a month or so. And, uh, you know, clock's ticking for me. <laughs> you know, I know it's a little bit different than when we were, when our parents were younger, they're, you know, they're, it's not their generation. A lot of, you know, I have one friend that's married or two friends that are married, excuse me. And that's it. Out of all the people in my friend group, everybody else is, you know, either in a relationship or single, uh, you know, doing their thing. So it's not like it's, it, it's not like it was, it's not like you're, you know, you're being shamed for being 27 and not being in or, you know, married yet or whatever. But at the same time, like I would like to find myself a nice little, nice lady settled down a little bit, you know, uh, get rid of all the noise, uh, you know, kind of just, you know, plant some roots and shit. And, uh, you know, I'm getting a little sappy right now. I don't know why I don't want to. Um, I'm not trying to go there right now. Anyways, top five dating apps. Uh, Top five dating apps uh, is brought to you by Fresh Cake Sports because nobody else is advertising with me right now. Uh, if you have money and you would like to advertise with me, DM me uh, at the Donnie Finkel on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Freshcakespod at gmail.com is the email uh, for business inquiries. Um, I kind of look really good, actually. I like this, like this. I don't know. If it's like, it's like, I don't know if the, the headphones like are like, like shrinking my face fat or something, but like, I kind of like this look for me. And I don't, and I'm like a bit in, I talked about it in the last podcast. Like I'm a big fan of my hair. It's getting a little too long. That's why I'm wearing a hat. I got to get a haircut next week. Uh, Cause I got to just kind of shape it a little bit better. Um, anyways, top five dating apps uh, brought to you by me at fresh cake sports. <laughs> uh, number five, number five. So it's, everybody knows the top two, three, you know, you don't, it's, it's going to be in different variations on, you know, what, you know, who, who puts what, where, you know, four or five is where it kind of gets tricky. Uh, you know, five for me is probably going to be the league. Uh, it's kind of like a dime store Raya, uh, which is kind of, you know, was, was surprising as to why I got on there. Frankly, the only reason why it's number five or even on this list for me is because I got in, I got on it and I don't know why, like I had just like, I had heard about it on a podcast and I was just like, well, whatever. Like I got every other dating app known to man. So like, I might as well just download this one too. Like, fuck it. And then like my dad died. And then like, after that, like I got approved. And I think that like, they looked at my Facebook page and saw that my dad died and they just like felt bad for me. <laughs> Cause like I was in college, like I wasn't like a successful person at the time, but um, you know, I got on there. I didn't meet anybody on it. Um, and then I just kind of stuck, you know, using it because I just got bored with it. Uh, and then I got, I got my subscription revoked. <laughs> um, but you know, that's, that's you know, the only reason why it's there. That's, that's in the top five for me, at least. I mean, if you're somebody, I mean, now it's a little different. I mean, I've got a, you know, a job and a career and stuff and, uh, you know, health insurance, uh, which is nice. So maybe I, you know, maybe I try and get back in the league now, who knows? Um, but you know, that's five for me. Number four for me, 
I have met people on this app, but I feel like it's gone downhill downhill uh, of recent recently. That would be the uh, app OKCupid. Okay have met a couple of people on there. One girl who in particular was, uh, she was something, you know, she was something. She was a nice girl. Um, we just didn't click. Uh, we had a couple flings uh, in like over the summer, like one, you know, when we met and then like she had ended things. And then um, I would like reconnected with her a couple of years later. We hung out again a couple of times uh, and it just wasn't working for me at that point. So I ghosted her, which I shouldn't have done, I guess. But I mean, you know, we'll talk about ghosting in a little bit because everybody does it. It's if you don't do it and if they don't, if you don't do it in this day and age, like you're like one of the only people left that doesn't, I feel like. Um, but I mean, okay, Cupid, like it used to be more like you could just like find people on there that had like, it would have like percentages of your compatibility. Um, and it's, uh, it has, it's, it's, it still does that. And it's like, but you can't message people like you used to, like you have to, it's more just like they've gone to like the swipe right, swipe left. And then you have to like anybody that tries to like, like, or if you have any likes, like it says like, Oh, you know, sign up for five 99 to see who likes you. Um, usually you're disappointed or at least I am. Um, but you know, he's, so that's, it's gone like the, the, the act, the app itself has just gone downhill for me. Cause I like the accessibility of like, just being able to message somebody and like shoot your shot that way. Like, you know, it may not work out. They may not be interested or whatever. And that's fine. It is, you know, that's, that's, that's the name of the game, but it was just nice to have to like be able to just do that and not have to worry about the swipe, right, swipe left, swipe left, but they don't do that anymore. Um, so that's why they're number four, number three. Number three is Bumble, you know, and a lot of people are probably going to be like, whoa, you have Bumble at three. And it's mostly just because I've never met anybody on Bumble. I think that I've gone on like maybe one or two dates with somebody on Bumble, but I haven't had a ton of success with Bumble. Um, I just haven't. So I, that's the reason I, I like that. It, the, it makes that it makes it so the girl has to message you first because it does make, you know, I have friends that are girls. They talk about it all the time that you know, they're sometimes they're afraid to message a guy first and they just don't do it because, you know, they, uh, they don't, they're just afraid or they met, they match with somebody and they don't want to talk to them. Um, and they just don't, they don't message them because of that. And, you know, they get their shit blown up from this dude that they don't want to talk to because a lot of the guys that are on dating apps are crazy. Excuse me. And, uh, you know, it's just, like I said, I haven't had a ton of success on it. So that's why it's three. The app itself is fine. Um, you know, you got, it's your simple swipe, right, swipe left. And then, you know, obviously it's gotten more advanced with the, uh, you know, where, you know, like, what are you looking for stuff? Like it's, you know, they've even added like, you know, COVID protocol stuff in there to be like, uh, you know, are you uh, somebody who has to do everything over zoom right now? Or are you okay with being in public? Or you became with being indoor dining, outdoor dining, like that kind of thing. Like, so that's kind of cool to kind of like, get everybody on the same page right away because it's kind of, it's not an, it's an awkward conversation to have, but it could lead to awkward conversations. If you guys aren't on the same page, like, you know, with your beliefs about COVID, like I'm not going to get into mine, obviously. Um, but I'm just saying in general, like one person could be anti-mask. The other person could be stout. Like you need to wear a mask everywhere you go. Like I wear a mask in my house. Like, you know, you, and you don't know that until you meet with these people or, or talk to them. And then it's, it doesn't end well. So it is kind of nice that it's like, I, you know, it's like, I'm a mask wearer. I'm not a mask wearer. Like, you know, I am okay with, with, uh, with going out. Like I'm not okay with going out. You know, exactly what you're looking at as soon as you match with the person. Number two, good old reliable Tinder. Tinder is Tinder. The only reason why Tinder is two is because I've had more success with Tinder. I've gone out with more girls from Tinder. I got a girlfriend from Tinder. Um, I've made, I've just had more success with Tinder than I have with Bumble. Um, I don't know if it's just because, uh, I usually am the one to take the lead as far as the messages are concerned, but you know, either way, I think that that's the reason why it's number two on my list is, and it's also just like, it's, it's kind of nostalgic at this point because like it's been around for a while. Like it, it was the OG app. It was the OG dating app. It was like, that's where all the swipe right and the swipe left came from. It's like, you know, it's not liking or disliking. It's swipe right, swipe left. And that's where the machine gun swiping came from, which you don't know if machine gun swiping, uh, you know, that's what a lot of times what happens is what you do when mostly you're intoxicated. Um, 
So it's more just like you're swiping right on every single person. It doesn't matter. You're not looking at them. You're not looking at their personality. You're not looking at anything, which is kind of horrible in the grand scheme of things. But again, you know, you're drinking, you're not thinking with your head, you're thinking with your other head normally, or you're thinking with your vagina, you know, whatever you have. It's, it is, you know, it, it happens. And sometimes people meet people that way. You know, it's, I've definitely met girls because I've swiped right on every single person and didn't, um, you know, didn't really look. And then, I mean, yeah, once you match with them, you look at them and you look at like, okay, this person I'm interested in, this person I'm not unmatched, you know, whatever, uh, or met or message them and continue the conversation. You know, so, I mean, really in the grand scheme of things, it's like, yeah, it sounds kind of shallow because it is, but it's like, it's like, it's like throwing a stick of dynamite in the, in the water and, uh, you know, just catching fish that way. I mean, that's a horrible, horrible way of, you know, like phrasing it, I guess, because you're talking about people, but I don't mean it. Like you're just, you're going to fuck anything on there. It's just more just kind of like a time saver. It's like, I'm going to swipe right on everybody, get rid of my likes all at once. I'll get my, my, all my likes back in 24 hours and, uh, I'll do it all over again. If I don't find somebody. And number one is it's funny because I actually haven't had a ton of success on this app, but I just like the the app itself, the layout of it. I like everything about it more is Hinge. Hinge has become like the new gold standard. I feel like for everyone, um, including me, I've talked to girls on there. Like I've never met anybody from Hinge. Um, you know, I had, you know, a couple girls that I've talked to, you know, uh, like as far as like, you know, gone to like the texting stage on there. But it's more just like the, the the app itself. It's like, I like that there's prompts that you can respond to and there's pictures that you can just like. And now they've added this rose feature where you get one rose a week, I believe it is, and or, or one rose a day, I'm not sure. Uh, and you can send the rose to somebody to be like, it's like a super like on Tinder. Um, so it's more just the like being able to shoot your shot and really like wow someone. Because a lot of times what I feel like with the swipe right, swipe left stuff is that you don't see the people's personality. You don't see the person behind the pictures. You see, you know, somebody like me and you're like, ah, oh, kid's kind of fat, you know, has a huge nose. Um, you know, before this didn't have a, you know, a phenomenal job. Um, what, why should I swipe right on him? You know, but I have a sparkling personality. I'm fucking hysterical. If you're listening to this podcast, you agree with me. Um, that's all, you know, and so it, there's other things to it that, it doesn't, you don't get those from a Bumble. You don't get it from a Tinder. And now you don't get it from an OkCupid. That's why OkCupid is further down on the list. You know, you don't get it from those other apps. So like, that's why Hinge is kind of just on like another level for me. And it also, again, it does have the COVID protocols, which I think Tinder does too, where it's like, you know, this is what I'm comfortable with. This is what I'm not. Um, and the thing that it does have on there too, which is a big thing for girls, <laughs> we talked about this last week a little bit, is it has your height and you can't hide your height. You can lie about your height, obviously but you can't hide it. And I'm not somebody who would lie about my height because it's like, what am I, if I'd say, I, I, I mean, I actually kind of do like once I want, once I'm like, and if I'm like in a really like, if I'm just bored one day and I have nothing going on, like if I'm sick or something, let's say, let's say I'm sick, God forbid, I don't get COVID or anything like that. Knock on wood. Um, I already had it, but you know, hopefully I don't get it again. Knock on wood. Um, but let's say I don't get, you know, let's say I get sick and I'm just kind of just knocked out. I'm on the couch and drinking some soup, watching TV. Uh, you know, it's the middle of the day. I'm watching the prices right. Cause there's nothing else on. Then yeah, throw that shit up to like six, one, see how many likes I get. And I want to see, I want to see, cause you can always kind of, you, you can never really tell from pictures. Like there's been plenty of girls that I've seen on there and I'm like, yo, that's, that girl is my height or taller. And it's like, no, they're five feet. They are just next to like somebody who's like four left. So it's like, you really can't tell it's an optical illusion. Um, but you know, the height thing obviously is, and I feel like the, that's where the height thing has come from is like, you know, like Tinder doesn't make you keep your height on there. I don't think the Bumble does either. I, I don't know. I know it's, I know mine is on there because again, like I'm, I am what I am. I am not, I'm not trying to hide who I am or what I am or what I do. Um, it's not that it's, especially if it's like a height thing, it's like, that's nothing. There's nothing in, in, in my control that I, there's nothing I can control about my height. It's the same thing with like your dick size. It's like, yeah, you may have like, not the most, the biggest, you might not have the biggest dick in the world, but again, it's like, there's nothing you can do about it. Like you got that shit forever, you know, like, unless you're fucking rich and you really want to get that, uh, the, the penis extension surgery, or, you know, like it's, there's nothing you can do. Like you're stuck with this thing for life. You might as well embrace it and be like, yeah, I'm not tall. I'm five, nine. I am the average height of an American male, but 
I'm I'm funny. <laughs> I'm funny. That's you know that's pretty much all I got going for me. I'm a I'm a pretty uh, easy laid back person for the most part, unless you piss me off. Um, and it takes a lot to get me get me to be pissed off. But you know I'm five nine. I am what I am. Same thing, you know. But uh, so I think that's where a lot of where the I think that's a lot of where the, the, the six, six foot and over thing came from. And it's funny that I, you know, I I'm talking about the dating apps because like I said, I had a lot of success on Tinder. Um, I have a funny story that I actually wanted to tell last week and just didn't get a chance to. Um, so it's, this is just how my life goes. If you listen to the, uh, short-lived, uh, crit- critically acclaimed, you're an asshole podcast, uh, that I did with my friend, Alyssa. Uh, I talked about this on that show. Um, so I was, uh, on Tinder, you know, match with a girl, you know, cute girl, very nice. Um, she, you know, like we had made plans to go out one night and it was the first time that we had ever met. So she was kind of like trepidatious and she's like, Hey, listen, like, I'll meet you like at this place, like this big public place where there's a lot of witnesses. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, of course. Like, that's fine. Like I'll meet you there. Not a big deal. Um, so we met, we met up, we parked next to each other. Uh, we went and we had some dinner, uh, you know, walked around for a little bit, talked, shoot the shit. You know, we had a great time. We got along really well. Um, and, uh, we just, like I said, we had a good time. Um, so I'm getting ready to leave and I go to give her a hug and she's like, just, you know, like it's nothing against you. It's just my personal thing. Like I don't kiss on the first date. And I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Like, it's fine. I understand that. You don't know, you know, where this is going to go yet. Um, you know, I, personally don't care either way. I mean, if, if you had to, if I had to to pick one, I would say I would rather kiss somebody on the first day because you don't know until, you know, uh, in a sense, I guess, like, you know, and you don't know until you kiss them. You don't know if there's going to be a spark there. Like you may have like great connection and like you guys kiss and it's just like, they kiss like a dead fish or it's just, there's no spark there. And it's like, okay, this is just somebody I want to be friends with then. Um, which I've gotten a lot of those, <laughs> um, shout out King of the friends zone. Still looking for somebody, by the way, open casting call. Any girls out there single, uh, you know, that are willing to put in some work uh, and by work, I mean, just show up for an hour and just kind of talk about their lives and sex and stuff down to do it. I'll do all the other work. I'll do the editing. I'll do the, all the post-production stuff. I'll make the rundown. You just got to show up. That's it. Uh, I can't pay you, uh, but I can pay you in. uh, I can't pay you anything. I was going to say experience, knowledge, nothing. I can't do any of that. So I'm just giving myself a rousing, a rousing, uh, you know, uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, anyway. So, you know, I was like, yeah, sir, sure. No problem. Now, mind you, I was young. I was in college. Um, I had a lot of unresolved issues at that point. I know I still do, but now at least I'm seeking help at that point. I wasn't. Um, so I had gotten mad at my dad one time and, and, uh, I had a shitty 1993 Toyota Camry, uh, you know, like just an absolute shit box. But the thing was a tank. It's, it had over 200,000 miles on it. It was still running. I bought it for like $1,500. Um, and cause I just needed a car at the time when I was in college and I was poor. So, um, I got mad at him for something. I can't remember what it was. Uh, and so I, I went to go, go for a ride, get out of there. Uh, and I had ripped the plastic piece off of the door handle and then tossed it into the woods. So I couldn't get into my car on my driver's side. So I used to have to open the door, go around to the passenger side door, crawl through to get into my car. And she didn't know that because obviously what I'm going to tell her that I got, I had a fit of rage, broke my door handle. And then now I have to get in on the other side. And as it, if, as if it wasn't for the, it wasn't bad enough that I was driving a 1993 Toyota Camry. Um, so I didn't say anything to her uh, about it. And then like she had parked next to me on my passenger side. And then I was going around. <laughs> I went to go around to, uh, get into my car. And she's like, dude, like, I just told you, like, I don't kiss on the first day. Like, are you about to make a move? Like what's going on? And I'm like, no, no, no. I, I just need to get into my car. My driver's side door handle is broken. And she just started laughing like hysterically. And I'm like, this is, this is how this ends. Never going to see her again. Never going to hear from her again. Never going to talk. She's never going to talk to me again. Like this is, 
this is the way, if you will. Uh, I haven't even watched Mandalorian, but I know that's a big uh, line from that. But so she was like, oh, no, she would like start laughing. She was like, it wasn't like she was like, oh, no, it's OK. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean to, like, you know, assume or whatever. And I was like, no, like, you're good. And like, whatever. She was fine. We were still talking, you know, for a couple of weeks after that. We hung out again. We did kiss. And I mean, I thought there was a spark. She obviously didn't. She's, you know, I mean, she told me like she was like, you remind me a lot of my ex. Um, so that's why I can't see you anymore. Uh, which I'm still to this day. I'm kind of like, um, I don't really know what to do with that. You know, like I like, like, you know, it is what it is. Like we only went on two dates, like it's not a big deal, but like. You know, like I met her, I met her parents that night. Like we went to like this, like it was like around Christmas time. So we went to like this light show um, near her house. And like, I picked her up that time. And like, like I said, I met her parents, like, and her dad was a scary motherfucker. Like he, this dude had animal heads everywhere, guns everywhere. And I'm like, oh fuck. Like if I ever fucking wrong this girl, like you're never going to find me. Like this dude has definitely killed somebody before. And like, it's probably going to be end up being like a true crime podcast, like if it hasn't already. So, you know, and they were very nice people. Um, but yeah, so that was the end of that. Uh, I don't exactly know. Like I said, I don't really know if it was because of me, because of the girl, or because of that. Like, whatever, you know, blah blah blah. I just, uh, yeah. So that was that. That was the thing. That was just a little story time with Don. Uh, you know, something again that I didn't get a chance to talk about last week. It's like, you know, this is kind of a, a question for the audience it's like, or the, for the listeners. Uh, what do you think the best bet or I'm sorry, the best food is to eat while sweating out of bed? Like not like stereotypical like wings, like, you know, buffalo wings and stuff, because in reality, it's like buffalo wings while you're sweating out of bed is not great because you're going to have the shits. You're going to have the fire poops. You're going to fucking, your asshole is going to bleed after, especially if you're, if you're stress eating and you eat a fuck ton of wings and you normally don't, you're going to fucking, your asshole's going to bleed. Like, that's just what's going to happen. What's going to happen. So that's not, that wouldn't be mine. <laughs> I want to say pizza just because I love it. And like that, but again, it's the same thing for me. It's like I'm lactose intolerant. You know, if I eat, a, if, and I can't, like, my stomach's not like as it's, it's not like it used to be like, because ever since like I started taking my legally, legally prescribed Adderall, legally prescribed, it is legally prescribed to me by my doctor, um, because I have severe ADHD or ADD, um, as you probably can tell, considering that, you know, if you listen to this podcast at all, you can tell like all the tangents that I go off of and, um, you know, all that good stuff, but so like, I can't eat as much as I used to. Like when I was in high school, I used to be able to eat a large pizza by myself. No questions asked. Wouldn't gain an ounce either, which fucking was bullshit. Um, then I got fat, obviously, as you can tell. Um, so I can't do that anymore. If I'm sweating out, if I'm sweating out a fucking bet and like, it's, and, it, and it has to be like, it can't even be like a good game. It can't be like, you know, Michigan Gonzaga this year, or like, you know, the, the, the Patriots playing the Bucks and, you know, in like a whatever it's gotta be like motherfucking Cardinals Reds, um, you know, or like something shitty, like, you know, uh, Iona versus fucking Manhattan, you know, you gotta be, it's gotta be one of those shit ass games. It's like, nobody gives a fuck about this game except for me because I dropped $300 on, on Iona plus 115 or plus uh, 115 on the money line live. I'm not speaking from experience, obviously. Um, but, you know, and it's like, you don't like, it's so that's like, almost like it's like in that sense, it's like, it does make it worse. Like, you know, it's not like, and that's the problem. It's like, nobody's fucking eating carrots or a salad while they're watching, you know, watching a game like that. So you're going to be eating the wings. You're going to be eating the pizza. It's, you know, that's how it goes. And so I guess like the best food is probably to eat something with a lot of roughage, like a salad, you know, maybe a little chicken sandwich, a little grilled chicken sandwich for, you know, for my health people out there, turkey burgers, love turkey burgers, actually been a big, you know, big fan of turkey burgers for a long time. Um, but I mean, the food that you're going to eat, it's wings, pizza, maybe some ribs, you know, any type of fried food, 
you know, you're shoving that shit down your fucking gullet, you know, while you're sweating out these dumbass bets because this is what you do when you're a, a, a degenerate. Um, you know, happens to the best of us. Uh, remember to uh, gamble responsibly. I try. I do. I actually do. Um, that's the one thing. I, I don't do a lot of things that are. I'm not, I'm not responsible with a lot of things in my life. Um, hence why I kind of told, you know, was talking last week saying that I identify with Nick Miller a lot. Um, but with gambling, I do very, 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 very good about the game, about being measured with my gambling bets. Like I know, like I got shit to pay for, like I got a rent, I got a fucking insurance, like, you know, car insurance and other, you know, loans are starting to come out soon for student loans, all that shit. It's not great. Something that was great though, even though I was not a huge fan of the ending was WandaVision. WandaVision was the best show I've seen in, in quite some time. And I wasn't sure it was going to be just from how it started. I know I knew that wasn't, it wasn't going to be just sitcom tropes and, you know, little, little fucking, you know, laugh, you know, laugh tracks and shit. Like I knew it wasn't going to be that the whole time. I knew there was an underlying meaning of it. I knew it was going to connect to something in the MCU. Obviously we ended up finding out it was going to be uh Dr. Strange multiverse or Dr. Strange two multiverse of the uh, madness, multiverse madness of the multiverse. I think it is, man. Uh, yeah. That, that's where the dyslexia kicks into. Um, anyways, so it does connect to things. Um, you know, there are things, other things that it connects to too. My biggest gripe with it, though, is that there was Elizabeth Olsen, the, the lead, the lead uh, actress in the show, uh, who plays Scarlet Witch. She teased this Luke Skywalker cameo at the end of the show. And I don't think we ever got it. Like, where was I mean, listen, there was so many theories that that Agnes was, you know, Agnes was Mephisto, which is Mephisto's like the, the like the devil in. Um, in the MCU or in the MCU or in Marvel canon, he's the, that's what they call the devil is Mephisto. Um, there was talk about Magneto. There was talk about like setting up the X-Men, like is her, you know, is the hex going to, you know, like get, you know, pushed throughout the world and it's going to give all the people that have mutant genes powers. Like, is that what's going to happen? Is it going to be Reed Richards? There was talk about a, there was talk about a, uh, it was, there's, There was the, you know, the talk about the aerospace engineer that that Monica Rambo on was, you know, trying to, to have uh, come, you know, trying to figure out what's going on with the hex. Everybody thought that was Reed Richards. Like everybody was like, this is not only is it Reed Richards, it's going to be John Krasinski because that's who we've wanted to play Reed Richards for the last three years. Every, you know, fan site, you know, boss logic, anybody with, you know, that that does graphic design has made him look you know, made a, a John Krasinski mock-up of what he would look like as Reed Richards. So, you know, we thought that, that was when it was going to be, it ended up, you know, I mean, yes, did we get, did we get Fox's Quicksilver? Uh, you know, Evan Peters? Yes, we did. But it wasn't actually him. It was some guy named Ralph Boner, uh, which I did actually see, I, I forgot the, the name of the TikTok, so I apologize. Um I did actually see a TikTok today that was saying that they think that Ralph Boner actually is the Pietro from the the the, the Fox universe. He's just in witness protection because there was talk, I guess, that uh, Jimmy Woo. Shout out Jimmy Woo, by the way. I fucking love Jimmy Woo. Everybody loves Jimmy Woo, but like I love Randall Park. Like I think he's so fucking. He's just such a good actor. He's really funny. Um, like his everything about his like delivery and everything. I'm a big big fan of Randall Park. Um, but he was talking about like, the reason why they were investigating is because there was someone in that in the hex that was a uh, was in witness protection. That's what kind of like made them like, you know, figure out what was going on. So maybe maybe he actually is. Maybe he just changed his name to Ralph Boner because, I mean, you could definitely I feel like you can see the, the Quicksilver in the Fox universe changing his name to Ralph Boner. So. And then maybe Agatha put him under her spell. So maybe that's why. I don't know. Either way, it's, it wasn't, that's, that was the problem is, is that when you make a big statement about a cameo like that and you compare it to Luke motherfucking Skywalker, even if you're not a big Star Wars guy, which I'm not, I'm not a big Star Wars fan. I respect the movies. I understand why they're so popular. 
I'm just not a big Star Wars person. But you compare, you're saying that you're, there's a cameo in this fucking show that is on par with Luke Skywalker. And it's fucking Evan Peters' Quicksilver from the Fox universe, who turns out to not actually be Evan Peters' Quicksilver from the Fox universe. Some guy named motherfucking Ralph Boner. Like, there's got to be more to that, you know? And, and obviously, Scarlet Witch is going to be in uh, a main part of the of Doctor Strange too. Uh, and, you know, we'll get into that in a second too. Um, but it's, it's so there maybe there's going to be some more stuff going on there. The, the director of WandaVision also did say that, you know, you're probably going to see Evan Peters again. Like, it's not going to be like a one-off because they obviously at this point, if you don't know already, they do own all of Fox, uh, you know, 21st century Fox, you know, all the properties. And that's including the X-Men, that's including Fantastic Four, um, you know, including some other stuff too. So now they have, they can put these guys in the MCU and not have to do a Spider-Man situation with it uh, where they share it. Um, other than that, it was a really good fucking episode. Like they just, you know, the, the, you know, the big, you know, fight scenes between Agatha and, and Wanda was great. And then Wanda really becoming her full form or, or finally realizing her full form as Scarlet Witch and doing the, having the comic book accurate costume was awesome. And, you know, the, the, the tragic nature of it that like she has, she obviously, yeah, I mean, she made, you know, the kids, she made vision come back to life technically um, in the hex and then having to let it all go. Like she took care of Agatha. She could have easily just said, fuck this. I'm going to continue to have my perfect little life in my perfect little town of Westview with my family. And she didn't, she's like, no, like I'm not this person. This isn't me. And she got written. She let them go. Like that was a fucking tragic. Like that was heartbreaking. That was like, you know, that's some shit that you don't see from, from Marvel very often. Like that, that was dark, you know, also it was dark that they fucking had Agatha kill the goddamn dog. Um, but either way, you know, that's, that's some shit. That's some heavy shit. You know, that's some heavy ass shit. That's, and that was something that I've always thought that Marvel was uh, kind of lacking in a sense. I mean, listen, last infinity war end game, those two movies fucking broke me, uh, you know, to my core, uh, so it's not, those two are not withstanding, but you know, they Marvel follows the formula. We know this, they have, you know, something happens and then, you know, they make a joke about it and then they're fighting people and they're making jokes with the people with the villains. And it's just like, it's all, you know, all, it's all for the, all for the jokes. It's all for ha-has. Um, other than that, I am, it does make me excited. The post credit scene, you know, of her astral projecting, you know, just being in some random ass, you know, like little hut in, uh, looked like North Dakota or like Montana or something like that. And looked fucking great. Actually. I kind of want, I'm kind of jealous, but she was astral projecting while she was reading the book um, that I guess, you know, was like the prophecy that of, of her becoming the Scarlet witch and like taking over, like, and like basically like taking over the world. Um, so that's, you know, like that was cool. Um, you know, the post-credit scene, you know, the, the mid, I'm sorry, the mid credit scene, uh, you know, with Monica was cool too. Um, again, I thought there was going to be something I thought I, I, to the end, I thought it was going to be Reed Richards, whether it was, whether it was Krasinski or not, I thought it was, that's what it was going to be because you don't, you can't, with these types of fans, you can't, you can't bring up talking about an aerospace engineer. And like, when you just announced there's going to be a fantastic four movie, John Watts is going to direct it. The guy that directed Spider-Man. Uh, all the Spider-Man movies for the MCU is going to be directing Final Four, or on Fat Fantastic Four. Like you know, this would be a way to introduce them, and you know, you can't just say that and just. And that's why I don't think that it's. I don't think that it's done yet. I don't think that it is. I don't think that it's done. So, you know, and and uh, and like I said, Doctor Strange is coming out. You know, there's going to be some. There's a lot going on there. It's really going to open up the multiverse. Um, you know, so maybe that's when we start to see X-Men, we start to see Fantastic Four, we start to see characters that we wouldn't expect to see. I don't know. Uh, you know, I really don't know. I mean, it's at this point, it's like with Marvel, you never know really what their end game is pun intended, but we will soon find out, you know, I'm excited for the multiverse stuff. You know, they, uh, 
they're finally getting into the multiverse game. Uh, the other big, uh, big comic property DC has been doing multiverse shit for a long time. Uh, you know, especially they've been doing it with the TV shows and the CW TV shows. Um, you know, so that, and obviously I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the Snyder cut. I'm excited. I'm going to be honest with you. Like I am excited for the Snyder cut. I know that everybody is so fucking sick of it and so sick of, of his fans, like, you know, defending it to the high heavens. I get it. I, but you know what? I didn't like, I didn't mind his movies. I liked Batman versus Superman. I know that not a lot of people did. I liked it. I liked Man of Steel too. Like I, you know, was excited for Justice League because of what I had seen from, you know, Batman versus Superman. Um, and I can, you know, obviously you can tell there was still elements of it, of his movie being in the original, but just everything that I'm seeing, it's kind of like everything is starting to really come into place. Like, you know, his, his vision and what he wanted to do. And like he, the, you know, Justice League two and Justice League three uh, synopsises were, uh, were released and, you know, it, it's, it's, it's ballsy, you know, uh, I mean, basically for, you know, the, the short version of it. Uh, in the second one, uh, they Lex Luthor and Darkseid team up. Darkseid kills Lois Lane, so that way uh, Lex, uh, so that way he can use the anti-life equation on Superman to basically make him his bitch and to enslave all of humanity. Um, in the meantime, when before Superman uh, was resurrected, Lois Lane and Bruce Wayne had an affair and had a child, uh, which you know she didn't tell him about. Obviously, then he, basically the second movie they all die. You know, they all die, and but they tell the Flash to go back in time uh, to warn their former selves about what's hap- what's going to happen, which if you watch Batman versus Superman, Bruce had a vision of the nightmare, the nightmare scene, and who is there in like a friggin' time warp selling them that Lois Lane is the key? Am I too soon? I'm too soon. That's Those were his words, and he was too soon. But that's something that you tell Bruce Wayne that, and he's gonna he's gonna listen. So, uh, you know, they end up. You know, the third movie is they come back, they defeat Darkseid, and you know, a couple of them die, obviously, um, and everything goes back to normal. And then twenty years later, I guess the post credit scene was supposed to be Lois Lane with her son being like, "Your dad was Bruce Wayne, not Clark Kent, and he was Batman." And then her son becomes the new Batman, which actually I kind of think is a kind of a cool. Uh, you know, cool arc. It's a little weird to have the two of them have an affair and have a child, but um, you know, you could have done it another way, but either way, that was, that's actually kind of cool in my opinion, but regardless, the Snyder Cut's coming out March 15th, HBO Max. If you don't have it, get it. HBO Max is one of the best apps, streaming apps right now, in my opinion, uh, you know, so I'm very excited about it. It is four hours long. There's multiple parts of it, I guess, multiple chapters, I think, I guess, if you will. So he does break it up, which is kind of nice. Um, so you kind of know like what theme, every, you know, like what everything's, you know, theme is going to be. Um, but, you know, this is this is his his actualized vision. And that's exa- that's all I ever wanted. Like, I was like, yeah, I want to see this narcot. Like this movie was shit. Like it was a fucking Frankenstein piece of shit. Like, you know, that had a lot of just dumbass jokes in it, like the Marvel stuff, you know, and I under- and, and I understand everybody loves Marvel movies. I do, too. But that stuff always pisses me off. It's like I'm watching, you know, you're watching Thor, uh, Thor Ragnarok, and he's fucking joking with the villain of the movie that's trying to kill him. Like, you you know, it's like that's not real. And I know it's a comic book movie, but like no one in their right mind is going to be joking with the person that is trying to kill them at the time. And, you know. Snyder is, you know, his vision is dark. It's darker than a lot of other people. You know, that's why he, you know, is okay with killing off, you know, uh, Batman, um, Superman and, and BVS. That's why he was going to kill off Lois Lane. So that way it sets off, basically it sets off the Injustice storyline, which if you've never uh, played the Injustice video games, or read the books, uh, the Joker kills Lois Lane. And uh, again, you know, they use, he's, te- he's the one that's teaming up with, with Darkseid. They use the anti-life equation to get, you know, to have Superman enslave the world uh, under his rule. And, you know, that's where he goes bad. And it's like the, 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 flat, the last few members of the league that are still alive are kind of like, you know, the people that are trying to fight back and stuff. And, you know, this is the, sim- it's a similar scenario um, and it's dark. 
you know, it's very dark. I mean, in, in the Injustice comics, like Lois was pregnant when she died. So like you know, the Joker killed her while she was with child, um, you know, which is fucked. I mean, obviously the Joker's, you know, done other fucked up shit too. Shout out the killing joke. Um, if you haven't heard, if you haven't read that, go wa- read that or watch the movie, even though the movie was kind of weird. Um, but I'm excited. I am. I'm excited to watch it. I don't really know. I'm not trying to read too much into it. I just know that it's, you know, the, the problems that I always have is I, I want my movies and my, like the things that I like, I want other people to like them. I'm it's the same way with baseball. It's like, yeah, I want people to like baseball. Like I want people to want to watch baseball. So it sticks around for a long time. I want people to like emo music and pop music, pop punk music, because I want it to stick around for a long time. I don't want it to die the same thing with this it's like i want people to like the movies that i like because i want to see more of them and if you don't and it's critically and commercially you know pans like justice league did that's when you scrap the fucking you know you scrap the sequel and you're not getting batman or ben affleck is batman anymore and you're probably not getting clark k or i'm sorry uh henry cavill is superman anymore which is a travesty because he fucking loves that that role and he's very good at it you know, we still have Wonder Woman and we still have Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. We still have Jason Momoa as Aquaman, which is good. We still have uh, Ezra Miller as The Flash. And, you know, and they're probably going to try and reset the, you know, the multiverse or whatever. They're going to they're gonna do some multiverse shit uh, in the Flash movie, too. So, um, you know, there's going to be some some shifting going on there, too. But it would be nice just to be able to have everybody watch this movie and just be like, yeah, you know what? It's not Marvel because it's not. But it still is a good product. It's a entertaining movie with a much darker storyline than anything that Marvel's come out with recently, but that doesn't have to be the compare. The problem is, is that, that they compare the two to your blue in the face and you can't compare them. They're different storylines. They're different types of characters, the way that they've portrayed them. Like it's okay for what, like anyways. Um, so like I said, I'm excited for it. I am. I'm very excited to see the, the movie. Um, I was, you know, like I said, I was one of the few people that actually really enjoyed it. So, uh, you know, that's that's me being a nerd, being a fan, um, you know, kind of not like I don't, also I'm not going to take it too seriously uh, as far as like I'm not going to be looking at this movie as like it's going to be a cinematic masterpiece because it's four hours and it's it's a lot, you know, and it's going to be. I don't know what it's going to be. I honestly have no clue. Uh, my expectations are low because I don't know what it's going to really end up being. You know, there's this nightmare scene where the Joker and Batman are working together, which again is something that's kind of like, it's ambitious. I like it. I'm sure that, you know, old school, you know, people are comic book fans are going to be like, why are the Joker and Batman working together? Like they hate each other. And it's like, nah, they really don't. I mean, they hate each other, but you know, there's, it's that, that they have a complicated relationship and it's, that's one of those things where it's kind of like, kind of cool. Like it's like, you know, people that you wouldn't expect to work together are working together because like, it's the whole fact that it's this bag of shit, alien motherfucking piece of shit is trying to enslave the entire world, not just take over the world and like rule with an iron fist, like enslave everyone in it. Like, you know, there's no tomorrow. So, you know, that's, that's that I'm excited about it. Like I said, um, you know, one more thing I want to get into, and then I'm going to get out of here. Cause I did not have a, dumb, a Donnie dumbass moment of the week this week. I mean, no, I apologize. I'm slacking as of late, but I'm trying to get my life together. So maybe that's why uh, it's not really working out too well right now, uh, but we'll get there and we'll get there eventually. Um, so one of the things that get it's just this is just something that I've had I've probably talked about I don't know if I've talked about it on this show before but I've talked about it in general it's like I just watch I I don't watch anything new anymore I feel like I just rewatch the same shit that I used to watch like or have watched and like I was like what's like the most rewatchable show like that you watch and I'm like the most rewatchable show that I watch is One Tree Hill hands down no doubt about it knock down drag out number one most rewatchable show for me i love new girl i watched that a lot but i've seen and even with entourage i've seen entourage seven or eight times probably like fully through i feel like i've watched one tree hill more often like i don't know if i've seen it you know from start to finish as as much but i just watch it all the time like i'm gonna get off this i'm gonna start recording i'm gonna start re- editing 
probably got one tree on the background. You know, like that's just what it's going to be. Um, so let me know in, uh, you know, on, on Twitter and Instagram uh, at Fresh Cakes Pod and Fresh Cakes Sports on Twitter. Uh, you know, what's the most rewatchable show for you? Tweet at me uh, at D Donnie Finkel. Let me know. Uh, you know, we'll get into it. Maybe we'll debate about it because I'm sure a lot of people are going to be talking about The Office and you already know my, my feelings about The Office. So I'm not going to get into it again. Uh, and, you know, that was that's it for me. This That's it for me this week. Uh, my closing thoughts to you, as always, are have some alcohol beverages, have some consensual sex, have yourselves a fucking day. I'll see you guys next week. I'm out. By the way, subscribe, rate the podcast five stars, uh, leave a review. If you're on uh, on Spotify, hit that follow button, Google Podcasts. Again, I don't really know what they do, but whatever they do, do that shit. Follow, rate, whatever they do on there. Just give me all the rates, the subscribe, the subscriptions, five-star reviews, anything that's going to help me get this thing off the ground so that way I can actually start getting some advertising and not just be like, everything's brought to you by Fresh Cake Sports because it's my shit. I'm like, I don't, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not, yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, I like guess, you know, do all that, all that good stuff. I'll keep putting content out there. I'm going to start doing picks every day, uh, you know, once we start to get, uh, you know, more into, uh, you know, with uh, more sports going on, you know, once baseball starts up, we're going to go hard. Um, that's my plan. Uh, so I will uh, see you guys next week. I'm out. See, most people flip the cakes. I replace the cakes. That's the Donnie difference. I really don't need to add a lot. I know, yeah, I know how you feel. You feel kind of defeated. You're not alone, yeah, I know that it's tough to get out of your feelings. So, had to get away so we could just unplug from this week's been seven days. Cause lately I've been stuck. Buy some real estate with all of these cool songs. We may move out to the beach with my wife and my dude. We go together like fighters and leather like Baki. Let's go to Tokyo, try all the sushi.